Hello, hello. Happy summer, friends. How has the first half of your summer month been? Let me know. I'm so curious as to how you guys are adapting to new summer bylaws and new life norms. I am so curious as to how you are adapting. So please let me know by reaching out, send me a message. Just let me know how you are. I am always thinking of you. I want you to know. For us, we have been busily planning our wedding the past three months. Alfred is very excited as well. And we get married later in August. And I am so excited. Again, so was Alfred. But something that I am just as excited for besides the wedding, which I know sounds crazy, but there is. And I have been working on this very exciting thing for over a year now. To be honest, this idea has been percolating in my brain for over three years, but it took some very <laughs> brave days asking myself questions and really putting the time into creating what I had pictured in my mind for years and years. But really, how many of us out there have an idea just like me, even though we know it's great and then we sit on it for days until days turn into weeks and then into years? Well, here we are now. <laughs> Again, weeks before my wedding, and I'm just as excited to launch this free new kit that I have made for you. Hi friends, welcome to the Big Kid Pod, where all are welcome. In this safe space, we talk about what scares us, what prepares us, and what makes us great. As big kids, we have learned the hard way that none of us really know what's going on, and we all have our own stories and journeys, and that's why it's always better together. I'm your host and guide, Christina, aka KDC. As a life coach, children's yoga instructor, and mindfulness ninja, I hope to inspire you to dive into your life with more kindness, more courage, and more adventure. You ready? Let's get into it. I'm also excited to be bringing you in, into the inside, to let you watch and just let you be a part of this ride. First off, I want to thank everyone that has listened to me and all of these ideas over these few years. With the help of friends and family, both mindset and creative coaches, I'm excited to finally be able to provide you with my free, ready, from Meltdown to Mindfulness Kit. This is made for all parents and caregivers that have kids or work with kids ages five and up. I've made this easy to follow and put right away into use kit for all of those times where we see our kids in full meltdown modes and we literally just want to join them in their floor tantrums. Let me know if this is true for you, but I have often had the thought that I am a horrible parent slash caregiver because one, it's always a lingering thought in my brain. And two, as the caregiver slash parent, we're supposed to protect. So knowing that I feel like an ultimate failure when I can't help my kid when they're in full meltdown mode. 
I remember when our kids were so, so small for all of my new moms out there and (laughs) for my moms in general, we have all been through this where we will hear our babies cry and we have fed them. We've changed them. We've burped them. We have done all of the things, but they are still crying and we don't know what to do. I find that I was reliving those moments when I would see, again, my kids in meltdown mode and I wouldn't know how to help them. Fixing our kids' feelings is what we want to do, but that just takes the long, long, long ass road around. Our kiddos are freaking out because they don't understand what's going on. So instead of fixing, it's making space for their emotions to happen because those are your golden nugget moments of connection. In the kit, I'm giving you the shortcut to how to nurture your kids' big feelings while also being able to put yourself into a parent self-caring rhythm that's reliable. For over a decade now, I've been working with kids and families and all around social and emotional learning. Usually, that's not something that they teach in school, but again, with COVID, being an everyday thing in our lives, I think that's going to change. And that's also why I know this kit, free kit, is going to be needed now more than ever. Again, thinking that our kids are going to be going back into the classroom this fall. Ah, How does that make you feel? I feel on one hand, probably excited to have the kids back in their classrooms with their friends, with their teachers, in the world, but at the same time, nervous as fuck because that means letting our kids be out in the world again. Ever since I was a kid, I have been a feeler, but I was never great at not becoming my feelings or using my feelings as a reason not to do something. I knew that helping people made me feel good, sure, But any uncomfortable feeling, a hell no. I wouldn't touch that shit with a 10-foot pole. I spent so much time pushing my feelings down because I figured that you don't see it, then you won't feel it. Well, that is a lie. I would have rather turn towards my addictions instead of turning towards my feelings. But it's funny because I longed for real human connection and I knew that something would have to give. And so I gave in to those annoying, tugging feelings on my heart because I knew that they were dying to be discovered. Did you know that there are over 400 feeling words just in our dictionary? This tells me that we have to become better at identifying our feelings and then knowing what to do through those feelings and how we can show up to be kind and supportive, not just for ourselves, but now also for our kids. This is where the idea of my free kit started. I knew that I wanted to be able to teach kids more vocabulary around feeling words, but I wasn't sure how. In the work that I do with kids and families, I've always brought around with me some type of version of pictures of people or cartoons expressing different emotions on their face. It's an easy, easy way to help kids start to recognize feelings in themselves and then also in other people. And this is something that you can start doing now. Just point out a face and ask them, what do you think they're feeling? And how do you know that's what they're feeling? And that can start to show you 
your kids' range of emotional words and yeah, just find out how they are feeling too. I found that a lot of child language around different emotions was only ever good or bad. But what happens when we believe that our feelings are neither? Our feelings are neither good or bad because that's the truth. This is why I was getting so hung up on ignoring my feelings, because I didn't want to experience bad feelings. But with emotional investigating, I realized that I was always trying again to ignore the negative emotion because I was scared that I would be stuck in it forever or that I wouldn't know how to get out of it. And I think that's what freaks out our kids too. At the same time, I've always been able to get out of whatever the situation was, whatever the negative quote unquote feeling would be. And when I looked at things really closely, I know this to be very true, that the worst that can happen is only a feeling. Feelings are neutral. They are just clues that our brains and our bodies have left behind. So I started asking my feelings questions like why? Why are you here feeling and what? What do you have to teach me? I also ask my feelings where and when questions, like where or when have I experienced this feeling before? I'll take it further by asking my feelings how questions, like how have I responded to this feeling in the past? Or how do I want to respond now? Or how can I use my feelings as a superpower? And through it all, I've learned that all of my feelings, same with yours, just start with a thought. Don't believe me? (laughs) Let me walk you through. So just this past weekend, we were prepping for our wedding. And I don't know if you know this, but in order to get a marriage license, you need both of your birth parents' information. Well, coming from a single parent household, this freaked me out. I had a full-on meltdown because I didn't know any of my dad's information, like any of it, like even how to spell his name. And I broke down into tears. I asked myself, where and when have I felt this before? And I was instantly brought back to this memory of sitting on our front step, waiting for my dad, but him never showing up. I think I was three. I remember the house we lived in. I remember the outfit that I sat in and wore that day. And I most definitely remember the heartache that I felt. And that not enoughness started to creep into my brain. When I asked my feelings more questions, I knew that the feeling that was showing up in this moment was rejection. When I thought about this again, I just broke into feels into tears. I was feeling all of this, all of my three-year-old gut ache, heartache. I felt all of it. And for a minute, I was freaked out. And I was contemplating about canceling everything and just staying in my house for the rest of the day. But instead, I kept asking my feelings questions. This time I asked how. How have I shown up before when faced with rejection? Normally, I'd hide. To be honest, if I'm being really honest, I would usually hide before someone would even have the chance to reject me. But asking questions, how do I want to show up and respond right now? 
I knew that I wanted to face this head on and be in a place that was supportive and safe. And so I let people in. I asked for what I needed. I let my family in and my partner, and I held space for those knowing that it was hard for them too. I knew that the rejection I did feel was brought back instantly just with the thought of that day and just with the thought being tied to who he is. So when I ask you how you feel about rejection, what movie plays in your head? It could have been so easy for me to stay in those feelings, to not ask the how questions, but knowing that when you take the time to feel something all the way through, it only takes like three minutes. Science is so crazy, right? I love that there are scientists taking the time to make body and brain scans and so much research just around how we feel emotions. I love it. So when I'm stuck in a feeling, I choose to think, The worst that can happen is a feeling, and that makes it feel lighter. It feels easier to tackle because I know how to handle my feelings. And I feel the ease of a grip, (laughs) just let go of my heart because I know I know how to manage my feelings. I love this definition of emotions that I found back in high school. I've kept it in my heart pocket forever, and it's just that emotions are just energy in motion. So I picture our kids when they're in full meltdown mode in front of us and we don't know how to help them. We take on their anxious, frustrated, angry emotions and we use it to energize our own feelings of anxiousness, frustration, and anger. And then we sprinkle in a little bit of parent guilt because we know that is there when we can't soothe our kids right away. And then our kids get frustrated with their feelings and sometimes us because we don't know what's going on in their brains or bodies. Sometimes, just like our kiddos, we're spending too much time trying to respond to the feeling instead of becoming an emotion investigator. Emotions last even longer than memory does. So many people remember how they felt emotionally during a situation, even more than the details of the situation. And people have found that with amnesia and Alzheimer's, this is true too, which is crazy. People remember maybe not who they are, but they can remember the feelings and the emotions that they've had in their past life. We spend so much of our lives, again, living in preparation to respond to a feeling, just like me, overthinkers, where are you at? But what happens when we start doing our own emotional investigating. And what happens when we choose our feelings on purpose? What happens when we start to believe that our feelings are neutral, meaning that they're neither good or bad, but they're just clues? That's why my free kit will be your new best friend. You can use it to start conversations with your kids during their big feelings and use my big feelings blueprint to walk you through how to guide them through the thick of it. Use the four steps to practice radical empathy by creating a safe space for your kids to talk and experience the feelings together. I want you to remember that Our kids are freaking out and feeling everything so big and heavily because for a lot of things, this is the very first time they're feeling these emotions. Think back to all of your firsts and how much you hated when adults told you to simply get over it. 
you'll be fine. I want you to think of their big emotions as their flag that they need connection with you. You are their co-detective and get to help guide them through asking questions to really understand what they are feeling so that they can build the confidence to know that they can get through anything. It's also important to talk to them about your own uncomfy feelings so that they know they aren't alone. Just like this podcast, we know we're not alone because we talk together about what scares us, what prepares us, and what makes us great. We need to do more of that with our littles. It feels safer and kinder to know that there are people that have been through the exact same thing. So get real, obviously, appropriately. But even when you're nervous, when you're scared, when you're excited, talk about those things with your kids so they know you have feelings. Two, one. So grab the free kit simply by going to sign up on kdccoaching.com. It goes live next week and you'll get the pages sent directly to your inbox. And then later in the week, I'll be hosting a live one-hour webinar that walks you through how to use the pages more in depth. The kit comes as a printable workbook, so you can start using the sheets with your family, your classroom, your program space as soon as possible. So you know I love to journal, so included are journal prompts for you as the big kid to do as a little bit of your own emotional investigation. The Big Feelings Blueprint shows four steps on how to really show up for your kiddo while they're in a big emotion. Don't worry, I've included guiding questions to ask them while they're in their feelings in a way that is supportive and kind. Also included is the I Feel Wheel. It was first developed by Dr. Gloria Wilcox, and she has my favorite list of feeling words to help us build that emotional vocab. There's also a list of the first level feelings. That's an easy way to start introducing more emotion vocab words into your space. And the kit ends with the six-step parent self-caring rhythm. And it shows you how to show up for them while also showing up for you. Because as a parent, I know that we need easy and practical. And this kit in a whole will help everyone in your home and space go from meltdown to mindfulness. Remember, we can't give from an empty cup, so we need to make sure that we are still nourishing ourselves. When we become emotional investigators and learn to understand it, it all becomes a little less scary. So for this week's D.A.R.E., I want you to make sure that when someone asks you, how are you feeling, you are not allowed to say fine or good You'll notice in the I feel wheel, good, fine, those are not words that are included. So same thing goes for your kids. Do not accept good or fine from them either. Get them to choose a feeling word simply from the first level of feelings. So with our wedding coming up this month and our honeymoon taking place right after that, I want you to know that there will be a break in podcast episodes, but we'll be back in September with even more and know that this From Meltdown to Mindfulness free kit is available to you starting now. So please go sign up and share this episode with anybody that you think will need it. I'm excited to bring this free kit to you and everybody that has, again, has their own kids or working with kids ages five and up. I'm so, so excited. Let's get mindful. You ready, friends? Again, 
go to the website, kdccoaching.com slash M2M. That's kdccoaching.com slash letter M, number two, and then the letter M again. And that is where you can sign up for the kit, as well as you can RSVP for our live. Bring all of your questions. You can even bring your kiddo to the session. I'll share some easy breathing techniques that you can do and some mindfulness activities that you can do as a family. Again, thank you, friends. I'm so excited to see this kit in your hands. Let me know if you need it. I got you. Talk to you soon. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Big Kid. As you travel through the world this week, remember, kindness drives change. And we're all on a journey. And the best part is that we're not alone. Sign up for the newsletter to get my formula to add more mindfulness into your day. And every month I send out a guidebook that helps you shift from your surviving habits to thriving ones. Join the Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at BigKidPod, where the conversations live on. You can even leave me a good old-fashioned voice message over in the show notes at kdccoaching.com. Sending you so much Filipino-Canadian love. Talk to you soon.